before I knew the word discipleship, I was doing it because for me, discipleship is about relationships. That's the most important thing. Welcome back to One Line Discipleship's podcast. It is good to be with you here today. My name is Nick Plasman. I'm here with the one and only Brittany McCogan. We do this podcast together to focus on discipleship here at One Line Church and some of the best practices. Uh, we interview uh, guests who are experts in their area as well as uh, have all kinds of tidbits of expertise that we've learned and, and gathered together and curated for this podcast. So again, thanks for being with you here today. Today we have a special guest and Brittany, who is our special guest today? Yes, our special guest is the one and only Miss Kathy. Yeah, Miss Kathy. Our family pastor here at One Line That's and right. dare I say one of my favorites. Aww. Absolutely. She's Am one I of my favorites, to too. That? Yeah. You awesome. guys. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Kathy, for coming. I've nicknamed your spot the hot seat. Okay. Ooh, so, yeah, that's right. So it does feel a little warm. Good, good. Mm-hmm. It's going to heat yep. up a little bit more. We're going to ask you all the hard questions. Okay. Ooh, the hard, you brought the hard ones today. Oh, I did. Okay, these the are going to be great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Especially, I'm a mom of four kids, so I want to hear all your wisdom. and. All of it. How long is this podcast? All your secrets. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you a secret about Miss Kathy when it comes to kids? Please. She was the first human being ever that Lisa and I entrusted at watching our Aww. first child. It's true. Yeah. Oh, that is so. <laughs> and it's so incredible to now see them as teenagers. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And actually be investing in Alina. She's part of my D group. So yeah. oh, that's it's right. very exciting. Yeah, that's actually pretty oh amazing. I adore them. It's, beautiful. it's a story we have to keep telling yes. because to see that happen. Yeah. 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 Yes, Outside my of heart family. is like exploding. Yeah. I know, I know, it's amazing. <laughs> she is, Miss Kathy is, is pretty amazing in many, many ways. Goodness. We could just spend the whole time encouraging really Miss Kathy. I was going to say, I don't have to talk, you just guys keep talking about me, okay? <laughs> That's the best hot seat ever. We will. Yeah, exactly. Everybody else was like already sweating right now. <laughs> Kathy is just like, ooh, this is awesome. <laughs> That's so, no, but thank you so much for coming. And I'm really excited about you telling your vision for partnering with parents. So, you ready? Let's yes. get down to it. Let's do it. All right. So, we know you're Miss Kathy. The kids know you're Miss Kathy. Mm-hmm. But can you kind of give us some insight or a view into who you are and kind of your discipleship process and maybe what that's looked like over the past, you know, how many ever years? Sure. Yeah. Wow. That's a big question. But yeah, absolutely. So, I grew up. Um, going to church, but it was it was kind of more of a religion religious kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started attending a church where it, they talked about it's not about a religion, it's about relationship. And for me, that was all it took because I'm all about relationships, relationships with everybody. So um, way back before I even knew what discipleship was, I was discipling people, and people were discipling me. And um, something that was really important to me was, especially when I was at the other church, I always found um, moms who were ahead of me in um, the age of my kids. So I could go to them and ask their wisdom. How did you handle this? What did you do? And there are so many times just little things that just saved me and just made such an impact. So then... I wanted to, it was instinctual, but also I appreciated that so much that I wanted to then find some ladies behind me who had younger kids that I could invest in and disciple in what they were doing and what they were doing with their kids. So, um, so you know, that's kind of where it started for me. Before I knew the word discipleship, mm-hmm. I was doing it because for me, discipleship is about relationships. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I was doing it before not knowing 
what I was doing, but it just felt right and it felt natural and it, it did so much for me, I wanted to do it for someone else. Yeah. I think it's I think it's okay to call it something that simple too. Yes, sometimes yeah. discipleship is relationships. It is. And if we don't have relationships, we're, we don't have discipleship. Right. I mean, it really does come down to that. So mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And it helps a lot because it's <clears> simple <throat> with kids. I have a relationship with those kids. So it, it becomes simple. It doesn't have to be complicated because sometimes you hear that word discipleship and you're like, ooh, I can't do that. Yes. Yeah, you just have a relationship and you love them. And um, something I found when I was at another job before I started working at the church, I was involved in the church and I was a small group leader um, for second graders. And um, I didn't talk at my job a lot about it, but when people would say, what are you doing? Oh my gosh, we have this event at my church or Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But also just the way I lived my life, the way I treated people was different because of the way, you know, Jesus loved me and he showed me. I had like five, six years later, I had a lady reach out to me who used to work with me and told me um, that she had become a follower of Jesus because of the example I set for her. And I'm not saying anything. It was just, she said, it was the way you lived your life and the joy you had when you would talk about the things you were doing with the kids at your church. So that was like, whoa, just living my life Mm -hmm. and just loving other people and having relationships. That's how you can impact people, which it's. It, it's like uh, infectious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, oh my gosh, I love kids. You know, I mean. <laughs> I'm so glad you do. I do. I do. Yeah. I, t- I tell my kids all the time, you guys, what's Miss Kathy's favorite day of the week? Sunday. Why? Because you get to see us. And it's true. But not only to get to see the kids, but to say hi to the parents, to be there, to see our leaders. Like Sunday, I rarely miss a Sunday because I don't want to, because it's my favorite day. We moved to the area about three years ago, and we tried out several different churches. And no one out of our five-person family could decide which church we wanted to go to. But we stepped foot into this church, and all three children came out, and they were like, can we come (laughs) back? And I thought, okay, this is where we're going. (laughs) And so the fact that you grabbed us by the children's ministry, Mm -hmm. it says a lot. Yeah. A lot. Because yeah. I'm not just dragging my children to church. Yep. They're pushing me out. They yep. don't want to be late for right. church. Mm-hmm. I'm making them late mm-hmm. for something that they want to go and do. Right. Yeah. I love that. That's what we want it to be because we want kids to want to be part of this. And then their their time together with their group, that's their first introduction to a small group or a huddle because they get already to be with people their own age and they're learning about God and oh, they're sharing life together. That. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's Another sneak attack <laughs> for the parent. Yep. Well, yeah. and I, the one thing I've noticed about uh, Miss Kathy and the way that she structures her ministry is she does create consistency with the people who lead in those rooms. I've been part of churches before where there was a new leader every week or they would cycle like they would serve one week a, a month. And Kathy's always said, no, we want consistency with the adults that they're going to meet when they come into these spaces. Mm-hmm. So it is that huddle dynamic that you're creating for yep. those in those spaces for those kids. Yeah. I and even if they can't be there every week, they're usually in that same group. Like maybe they can only be there once or twice a month, especially with just one service, but they know those kids because they're that's the group that they're always serving in. Yeah. So it wor- it works well. Well, don't change what you're doing. No. <laughs> Wasn't planning. <laughs> You've got the secret sauce. <laughs> So you kind of alluded to earlier that you partner with the parents. 
So can you explain a little bit more what the partnership looks like between one-line kids and the parents? Absolutely. So besides the, the small group or huddles that we create on Sunday morning, the first thing we do when, when kids get picked up, I encourage every single leader to talk to that parent. They start that conversation. They bring up one kid at a time. The child tells their parent, this is what I learned. Here's a sheet. It's a devotional the kids can work on during the week. Here's the parent cue that tells the parent exactly what we talked about that day. Such a great website is theparentq.org. Um, can you spell that so we yes. know? Yes. T-H-E-P-A-R-E-N-T-C-U-E dot O-R-G. It has um, an app. So you can also put an app on your phone parent queue mm -hmm. that has so if you miss church that week or if you just want to listen to the music again or you want to hear the story it has the story that your kids just learned on Sunday morning if you miss if you just want to hear it again and other little tips morning time drive time so the whole idea is that parents can do stuff and talk to kids about this stuff while they're already spending time with them they don't have to make a special time when you're driving the car ask this question at mealtime do this with your kids. So the times you're already spending with your kids, here's some things that you guys can use to work with your kids or talk to your kids about. Um, yeah. And I love that it's an app because yeah, who doesn't have their phone? And it has, you put in your child's name and their birth date and it has exactly that age group and what they did and what they can do. Would you say that this is also something good for maybe a mom or dad or both mom and dad who don't necessarily feel comfortable leading conversations? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it makes it very simple. Okay. Like so simple. They do it with the intent of any parent can do it. Any parent can have that conversation. Well, uh, okay. So this is an interesting thing. You and I have talked about this before, Miss Kathy, is that um, you're discipling your kids whether you're teaching them about Jesus or not. Exactly. Whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. you're modeling oh, wow. for your kids mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. You're teaching them spiritual lessons, whether you're intentionally teaching them about Jesus or not. Yep. You're teaching them value lessons, whether you're teaching them the values you want them to know or not, based on the way that you're living your life. And yep. so I've heard parents, and I've even questioned myself, am I qualified to have this conversation? Yes, because you're you. Yeah. You exist. And so yeah. here's some tools to help you, and yep. which is right. your model. Right. And you don't have to be perfect. And you don't have to have it all figured out. And you can say, I don't know. Yeah. I've even done with yeah. that in, in a group with our kids. I'll say, I don't know. Why don't you go home and see if you can figure that out? I'm going to go home and see if I can figure it out. We'll come back together and we'll talk about it. So that they, I don't get off the hook. They don't get off the hook. But again, and sometimes there's an I don't know the answer to that. And yeah. I will never. And that's okay, too. Mm -hmm. But yeah. we encourage kids to ask questions. Ask as many questions as you can. Well, and you just gave parents permission to say, I don't know. Yes, yep. absolutely. That's a really good point. Is parents can't possibly know everything. Exactly. I don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. And it's okay. And I think as a parent, especially when they have such these such great questions, mm -hmm. you want to have all the answers and you want to be, you know, right about everything. And saying I don't know makes me feel like I'm not doing a good job and I'm going to let them down. But no, sitting here, you saying that to just me yes. is such a... No. And it also models to your kids. You don't have to have all the answers and you can say, mm -hmm. I don't know. Just don't stay stuck in I don't know. Yeah. Move forward. What are you going to do? How are we going to figure that out? And let's do it together. Yes, exactly. So yeah. let's partner as a parent-child. Yep. And yep. I'm pretty sure that parent's going to learn. Because I feel like every time my child has a question, a really hard question, I end up learning more than they do. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs>
Kathy, I have loved um, learning who you are with our family pastor, but there's so much more to you. And I just really appreciate you coming and sitting down with us. You alluded to a lot of resources and you've already kind of said those. Is there anything else that you don't want us to miss? Well, um, I found I'm always looking for more stuff. I'm always looking for more stuff for our families, for our kids, how we can help. I found a couple things, um, a faith conversation guide for parents of different ages that I'm going to put on our website so okay. that parents can have access to that. I'll probably put it on our, I send out a MailChimp and I'll put it on our Facebook page so other parents can use it. Also have a Salvation Parent Conversation Guide. But I also look on... Hold on, what are those things? Can you get, just tell us briefly what those are? Oh, sure. So the Faith Conversation Guide is just a way to talk about faith with your kids. And it's done by age group, preschooler, elementary, stuff like that. So it's got lots of things. And it all goes back to it's just a phase, so don't miss it. But it mm -hmm. gives you ways to have conversation with your kids for someone who may not know even where they're at in their faith. Mm. It gives you really statements to say and questions to ask. Can you read one for me? Yeah, sure. I like that. Here's one from the Faith Conversation Guide for Parents of Preschoolers. They give you some things that you can say to your kids. So in the following preschool years, say things like this. God made you. God loves you. Jesus wants to be your friend forever. Things you can say to them all the time or when you're talking about faith. So these are faith statements that you're making. Teach them how to pray. God, thank you for. God, please help us. Um, you can say, let's read about how God made the world. And you can go into the Bible and read how God made the world. Are you scared? Let's talk to God about it. So there are different ways like at that age that they can understand and start to understand how, who God is. And what they don't understand what the word faith means, but it mm. helps parents. These are things you say. How did the Samaritan take care of his neighbor? But again, it's all besides that faith conversation guide and also a salvation parent conversation guide when kids are talking about becoming Christ followers. These are questions that you can say. These are statements that you can make to your kids. And I'm going to put them on the website. And what is that website? One more time. Onelinechurch.family. So Kathy, to kind of sum up our conversation, I like to ask if there are any principles about children's discipleship that you don't want us to miss. What we teach our kids when we're talking about prayer, we remind them it's a conversation with their father. Just keeping it simple, but how important it is. Pray all the time. Talk to God all day long. When you're nervous, when you're scared about something, tell him. How have you worked in prayer on Sunday mornings? Depending on whatever we're talking about, because we're always talking about a different topic every month, we have a different topic. Um, it'll fit in and we'll talk about it. If you feel this way, what do you think you can do? And it can be easy. It doesn't have to be complicated. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I really appreciate that because sometimes my own personal prayers need to be simple. I know. So modeling that as a parent, a yep. simple prayer. Something I do too is I keep a journal because then I can go back and look. And you could do this as a family. You can go back and look and you can see how God answered prayer or see some of the things that you had a chance to pray for. I before. love that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I do that because sometimes I may be having a time where I'm like, oh, and then I go back and I'm like, you know what? God is so faithful hmm. and he answers my prayer. It may not be the way I expected, but he always answers our prayer. So... Yeah, and you're teaching them the level two of prayer is how has God answered this and yep. looking back to see how he's been faithful. Yeah. They will take their cue from you. Yeah. If you're not nervous about it, if you have fun with it, if you're excited to do it, it's going to be the same thing for them. 
Thanks, Kathy. Brilliant as always. One of the things I was thinking about as you were talking was, how would I differentiate discipleship of kids from discipleship of adults? And as I was listening, one of the things I kept hearing was you're trying to create a consistency with them interacting with their prayers and with them interacting with good questions, with them thinking about God in all different situations. Mm -hmm. And I just kept thinking to myself, it's not different. Mm. Right. It's just intentional. And yeah. I want adults to actually hear the same principles that you're teaching our, our kids and our families. Absolutely. Those same principles. Mm -hmm. um, so I do have a question for you, though. Okay. okay this is a big one. Uh-oh. I know. This is, this is where the <laughs> Wait, seat gets really... <laughs> it has been really very hot. comfortable up until now, and now you're it welcome. feels warm. You're welcome. Okay, so, Miss Kathy, how many pairs of Converse do you own? Uh, oh, my goodness. This is a very important We're question. We're getting real now. I have 21 pairs of Converse. You have 21 pairs have of 21 Converse? Pa now, hold on a second. Everybody calm down. Because... Everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. <laughs> because my feet don't grow anymore. Mm -hmm. So true. So, and I don't buy any new ones unless they're very unique or it's a gift. So I okay, have so all I need. So everybody listening to this, what I heard you say was, please give Miss Kathy yes. Converse. Yes. Yeah. Nine and a half. Size, size nine and a half. Size nine and a half. Oh. Yes. She or loves ten them. if they don't have a nine Like, for instance, the ones you're wearing right now yeah. are, are sparkly pink. Pink. Mm -hmm. Bright like pink. Yep. Glittery pink, bright, sparkly awesomeness. Do you have a favorite pair? Oh, uh -oh. I do. I do. I and? have a pair of sparkly clear because I love sparkle. I'm Ooh, all about. Clear. Yeah. Well, they're not clear. I'm sorry. They're silver. Oh, okay. They're silver, silver sparkle. But, sparkle converse. But I, there's so many I like. I think all my sparkle ones are my favorites. Anything <laughs> that has any kind of sparkle in it are my favorites. Okay. Because I have a pair of high tops that are sparkly. Follow up. Yeah. Do you own any other type of shoes? <laughs> that I is do. the right question. Other I thing. do. I, have... I don't think I've ever seen you in any other shoe. Well, because it's Miss Kathy and her converse. I yeah, cannot disappoint. A few times that's I have true. worn a couple pair of Adidas because they're super super comfortable oh. and they're fun yeah. so oh they better be fun they gotta be fun okay <laughs> all right well miss kathy thank you so much for hanging out with us today and talking about your perspective and your leadership and intentionality around discipling our families here at one line yes kathy thank you so much for letting us pick your brain about all the resources that you work hours trying to put together and just also your heart and you love our kids, but you also love us parents. Yeah. And I think that that's something that the parents miss when we drop our kids off, that you love us too. And I've seen that in this conversation and thank you for loving us because we need it yeah. a lot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, it's, my, like, I, it's just such a privilege, not only to be with kids, but then to get to know parents because parents, I love parents. They make these amazing kids that I get to then love on and be part of their lives. And I'm so grateful. So anything I can do to help anybody. It's very intentional. Yeah. That's because I love you guys. Thank oh, you. That's so awesome. Thanks, Ms. Cassie. <laughs> Thank course. you all for hanging out with us today as we talk about discipleship here at One Line and specifically today with our expert guest who's talking about discipling within our families. We love you, Miss Kathy. Thank you all for hanging out. We'll see you next time. 